Hey there, Mama Bear. Welcome back to another episode of the Beginner Mom Boss Podcast. I am so excited you're here today because today I'm going to share with you three strategies that help me rank number one with my brand new shop and of course my brand new listing, despite the fact that Oh, like I said, I was a brand new shop without any re reviews, without any sales, but still I ranked number one for multiple keywords and I'm going to share those strategies with you today. Before I start, I just want to say two things. One, the kids are home this week, so my husband is trying to put them to sleep right now. Good luck to him. I don't know how he's going to do it, but you may hear some kids in the background, but hashtag mom life, I'm sure you understand. And secondly, I do want to say that if you're excited about the strategies that I'm going to share with you today and you want to have the same kind of impact and the same kind of growth for your shop, I do offer coaching. So you can head over to my website, which is julianabarbati.com forward slash coaching. And that is J-U-L-I-A-N-A-B-A-R-B-A-T-I.com forward slash coaching for more information on how you can book a call with me. Alrighty, mama. So get ready because I'm going to share all the juicy strategies with you. So number one, so of course, after all these strategies I'm going to share with you came after the product research and validation phase. So by this time, when I decided that I was going to put a product up on Etsy, I had already done the research and I knew um, there was demand for my product. So this is after that phase. But before I even listed my, uh, my item, the first thing that I did was that I checked out my competition. I looked at their photos, I looked at their copy, and I even looked at their tags, and I was just trying to get an idea of what they had going on so that it could kind of guide me into the direction that I wanted to go because I had a pretty good idea as I was doing research for my product, what kind of things I wanted to include in my listing. But nonetheless, I did go ahead and check out theirs just to have an idea of you know who I was going up against. One thing that I noticed was that none of them had really nice pictures, so Guys, I always share this with you guys that you need to have good pictures and I think any Etsy coach will tell you that you need high quality pictures and close-ups and all that. But I even go a step forward and I've shared this in a training inside my Facebook group. So you're not, if you're not part of the group yet, make sure that you go join. It is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash beginner mom boss and I'll leave the link in the show notes as well. But I do have a full training on this already. So and in, in, uh, long story short is that your pictures need to tell a story of course they need to be high quality that goes without saying but your customer needs to be able to make a decision if your product is going to be right for them just by looking at your pictures without looking at the copy can you sell your customers on just the pictures alone and can you take them on a journey so that is like that is my strategies uh, for taking pictures and posting those pictures up on etsy so I noticed that none of my none of my not my clients none of my competition had that um, going for them. And also, just so you know, I have never really seen too many Etsy shops do this. I don't understand why people don't take advantage of this strategy to just take advantage of the pictures. You have ten pictures, and if a picture is worth ten thousand word or a thousand words, then you have the opportunity to say you have ten thousand words in pictures. You know there for you available so make sure you take advantage of that so number one was making sure that just my pictures alone were able to sell my buyer so the the people landing on my listing they were able to look at the pictures and make a decision if that product was right for them next i did a lot of keyword research 
but I didn't use Marmalade or whatever the other um, software that Etsy sellers use because it's simple. If everyone is using those softwares to do their research, then you're going to come across a lot of the same information. And I wanted to do something that people were not doing. So I took it outside and I have my way of doing keyword research on Google and using other programs and softwares to do keyword research. So I didn't use um, Marmalade and I can't remember the name of the other one. Like that's just not for me because I want to do something, like I said, that other people are not doing and I want to make sure, of course, I want to make sure that my keywords are being searched for and they um, rank well on Google and, and stuff like that. But that was the strategy that I used to use other methods to do keyword research and not use Marmalade and whatever else the other uh, product is, um, whatever the other software is called. Next, I made sure that my copy was nice and juicy and long. So the copy on my listing is <laughs> very long. But because it's long and I have all these keywords in there, keywords that I wasn't able to put on my title or even on my tags, but I was able to include those within the copy, which is just as important. I know that people think that only the, 150, the first 150 characters are the important ones. But yeah, I agree with that. But I also think that it's important to infuse keywords within your copy so I my copy is extremely long but it's useful copy you know so not only am I using that space to put in keywords I'm also using that space to answer any questions that whoever is landing on my listing may have so all the questions that I thought that my potential buyers would have I made sure to answer them within my description while also using different keywords that would help me rank within Etsy. And I have to be honest with you ladies, when I decided that I was going to sell on Etsy, I was just kind of like, okay, let's do this. And I wasn't thinking too much of it. Um, I was just, of course, I made sure to, to do a nice job and to have nice pictures and to have the nice copy and do all the SEO and research and all that. But I was just like, well, I mean, it's a brand new shop. How is this, how is this going to pick up? How am I going to um, even rank when I there are other people already selling and they have the reviews and all that. So how am I going to stand out? Well, I have to say that I think that three days after I posted my listing, I had to say when I was like, what? And it was so funny because I, my, I had my phone and I heard this cha-ching. By the way, that's my favorite sound ever. I love I love that sound so much. But I heard this cha-ching and I was like, what is this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to say it. And then from there, things just kind of took off. And I was able to get reviews and all that. And I remember in the beginning with the first sale, I went above and beyond. And I even sent a nice little bonus. And I was in contact. I was like messaging the person who bought it. And, you know, just kind of like giving them my all. Because I was really hoping that they would leave me a review and I even asked them you know if you're, if you're happy with it leave me a review but you know it is what it is they didn't leave me a review and I was like so disappointed because I really felt like I delivered and this person was happy so they messaged me back and they're like I'm so happy I'm gonna come back for Christmas and buy more of this and I'm gonna uh, give it away as like stocking stuffers and all that but so they didn't leave me a review and I was so bummed out but not long after that I started getting the reviews and of course the sales and I would say that in the very 
in the very beginning. I wasn't posting on Pinterest just yet because I had a lot of going on with my other my other business. So um, I would say probably two to three weeks after I started my shop, that's when I started posting on Pinterest. And then shortly after that, I started creating content for my listing so that other people could find me in different ways as well from different platforms. As of today, Etsy, um, the last time I checked, Etsy brings in 54% of my of the traffic and I bring in the other 46. I really wanna change that to, to where I'm bringing most of the traffic to my shop. I wanna be in control of how much um, of the traffic that comes in. I don't wanna just depend on Etsy. I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make where they just think that Etsy, they're gonna put their product up on Etsy and Etsy's gonna do all the work for them. They think that traffic is already there and they don't think about how they can bring in outside traffic to their shop. And by the way, I've said this before, guys, be very mindful about where you're posting the links to your shop because if you're just posting it everywhere willy-nilly and people are just going to your listing just because you're curious but they're not buying, that hurts your conversion rates. So you have to be mindful about how and where you're posting your links. You have to be be strategic about where you put, post your links so that you're not having this problem where a bunch of people are coming to your listing but it's not converting really well because it'll hurt your conversion rates and what that tells the Etsy algorithm is that your product must be not that good because people are coming to it but they're not buying, they're bouncing off. So I think that's also another strategy. So there you go, bonus strategy for you. Be mindful about where you post your links so that it doesn't hurt your conversion rate and that you can keep that conversion rate really high. I'm also working on increasing, increasing my conversion rate I have been able to keep it for the past few weeks at 5%, so I'm really excited about that. And so yeah, let's see, I'm doing a bunch of like different little challenges with my shop. I'm gonna try out different things. And once I, once I actually start those challenges, I'm gonna let you guys know what I did, how it worked out, but stay tuned for that. And let's see what happens and hopefully I can get some good material and, and uh, some good tips for you guys to implement in your own shop as well. Anyway, mama, that's it for today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group for the training on the pictures because I really do think, like I said, that my pictures is definitely one of the ways that I'm able to stand out and really convert people because my pictures are really that good. It's not just about having high quality pictures, it's about telling a story with your pictures. That's also super important. I would say it's one of the most important strategies that you need to have because when people are on the Etsy app looking at your listing, they see photos and if they wanna read the, the description, they have to press a button. So it's an extra step, an extra thing that they need to do to read the copy. The copy is important, but make sure you take advantage of those photos and are you taking full advantage of the photos and what they can do for you? That's my question for you. Anyway, mama, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. Bye.